thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Hello, people. Had me not to the ground. I did it. Nailed it. Just say it. Hi, Tommy. And I dropped out of sight. This overcomer lost her. Will to fight. Yeah. I know it's been a while since anybody seen me smiling. Shame I need thinking it was Did you turn uh, anything on the mixer down over there? Nope. Randall looks like he's in the dark. Right. Yeah, we just have a much lower my my mic is hot. But, uh, okay. You you and the music are a lot lower than usual.
Thank you for tuning in. Hey, glad that you're here. You guys, glad you're here. I don't know about you, but today's been a busy day. <laughs> My eyes feel like they're stuck together. Uh, but you know what? That's all right. The truth is they're not. But have you ever, have you ever woken up in the morning and you're like trying to get your eye open and it's kind of like stuck together and you're like, what the heck? <laughs> I had that happen. It's like so much sleep in your eye. You're like trying to pry your eye open. Getting old, as uh, Randall always says, isn't for isn't for wimps. Just so you know, yeah, it isn't. There he is, Have the I man ever said in the that? dark. Yeah, I thought you did. Just now, <laughs> never ever remember saying it. <laughs> Unless I'm getting so old that <laughs> that you forgot. Right? Yeah. But I always say it. Ah, hey, you guys see this? Check this out. Look how long that is. And this is my natural color, you guys. This brown and this gray all mingled together. Isn't that great looking? Well, tomorrow I'm getting a haircut. Yeah, people have been telling me since November. <laughs> Get your haircut. I'm working on it. I tried to yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Yeah, they, they weren't around. So, yeah. Well, so just 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 so you know. All right. So today is free for all Friday and I wanted to start the show out. We're going to talk about Mike and Karen because, you know, I've been, <laughs> I've been looking at the news and these two can't get a break, right? From Lady Gaga attacking to other people attacking. So we're going to talk about that in a minute, but I want to do kind of a little icebreaker question because last night, um, well, yesterday, my aunt, my, my sweet aunt, um, she gave me a, uh, well, she gave us some money and I went and I bought a new brand new bed comforter. One I have, I haven't done this in years. And, um, and I was laying on my bed last night. This is kind of how this came up. And you know, those comforter sets that you get with pillows, you know, they, they come with little pillows, like a little pillow like that. And then you might get a bigger pillow and you know, you're supposed to put them on your bed to make your bed look great, I guess. Well, I was laying there, and the tag on the pillow was irritating me. And, you know, I was kind of going, I should, I should go ahead and remove this tag. But then I remembered when I was a little kid that, that there's this little tag, you know, on the tag. It says, do not remove this tag on the pillow under any circumstances or the world well, under penalty of law under There's penalty of law or the world might end no. and it says except by the consumer all right anyway that... so here's the thing i decided to pose this as a question and i'm curious how many of you people out there actually remove the tag from your pillows now this is a funny thing to me because i i think that um, I think that, you know, we've all been conditioned to to not do it, you know, because it's like this it's it's like this weird, unspoken written rule that you're never supposed to remove that label. So I'm just curious, Bob, don't remove the warning label. Well, my question is, is why what what's gonna happen if you actually take the you cut the tag off 
Bareface, do you have any thoughts on this? All right, I want to see I'm, your thoughts before we get into this Pence thing. I'm I'm trying to. <laughs> There's got to be a history. I'm trying to find an image. Well, okay, here's one. Let me see if I can. Um, There's got to be a reason. It's really small, but why this is so, why yeah, it, this terrifies here. people. Here we to, go. To I'm gonna, yeah, there it is. Okay. Well, so, I'm gonna put go. one of us up for the other. All right, go ahead. I'll put you, me you can, up. You can read it. Sure. Because my eyes are blurry because of the. All right, we see here, under penalty of law, this tag not to be removed except by the consumer. All new material consisting of 100% PLA polylactide fiber, registry number, Pennsylvania, blah, 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 New York certification. You know, it goes back to, it comes to those things that are have some sort of filling, usually pillows. And because they're all sewn up, right? You don't know what's in them. You x-ray them or something like that. So, you know, so you're not getting a bunch of sawdust or, you know, whatever. You, you don't know. So they're labeled what it contains. Uh, I don't know when the law came about, but, you know, there's a registry number there. The manufacturer says, hey, this is what's inside of here. And so, so the consumer you know, doesn't have to guess and won't be ripped off, you know, they're claiming it's, you know, whatever. So, hey, this is what this thing is filled with. You know, it's all new material, it's recycled <laughs> material, it's 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 duck feathers, it's sawdust, it's, you know, synthetic, whatever. And so the consumer knows isn't going to, you know, get ripped off, whatever, that it's, it's represented what the contents are. And, of course, as soon as you buy it, then you can tear the tag out, like it says, you know, tag not to be removed except by the <laughs> consumer. Because until it's sold, you know, just just like ingredients on on a, you know, can of soup or any food like that, you know, that's the container is closed, it lists the ingredients on there. Once you buy that, you can tear that box up, you can tear you can open the can through whatever, but until it's sold, you know, it has to be you know, the contents have to be labeled. Okay, well, hey, you know, here's the thing. Hashtag tear the tag. Just like <laughs> build the wall. I always have. M-A-G-A. Yeah, yeah this Tap came. Tap the F. <laughs> this came up because I came in the room and like, oh, check this out. And then immediately I'm like, oh, I'm going to tear this tag off. Because like, I could see, I'm not, I'm not going to sleep with this tag poking me in the face or rubbing them. <laughs> The first thing I did is I tore the two tags out there and tore them off. And I think we should start a movement. Like, there's a you know to empower a, us all. A slight look of disbelief, like I can't believe you so nonchalantly <laughs> tore the tags off of that. Well, the answers that I got was funny mm. on my on my Facebook. Some people I asked, "Do you tear the tag off of your pillows?" I want your answers in there. Put them in the chat room, people. So. Don I mean, said, Paul said yes. Mm. Melanie said no. Vicky said no. There's a shock. I mean, if, <laughs> Vicky if there's, said no. I would never tear the tag off. If there's care instructions on there. <laughs> then... Denise said yes. Rick said, um, no. Kimberly said, if they're scratchy, I will. Yeah, LOL. exactly. <laughs> if, if they're not in a place where, yeah, if they're at the end of the pillow, you know, they're going to be covered by the, you know. <laughs> A place where your face isn't going to touch, whatever. Mama Gina said sometimes, and Denise 
Denise Smith said, the pillow police will not come to your door. I promise. Yeah. Rip those dang tags off. Be brave. Yeah. And then Kat said, no. Kat, L O. she said, no. I think I chew them off in my sleep, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> so when I have another guest, everybody, this is going to be a new A-list guest question because I am curious if, if, if there's like innately like firstborn or secondborn or... Like, if a person was raised in a military family, would they automatically, like, not tear the tags? <laughs> Pastor Garrett, do you? Do you? Do you? Because you're a military vet. You know, I want to know, do you guys tear the tags off your pillows? And then here's the other thing. Have you guys noticed on your actual comforter that you actually also says on there, don't remove this tag actually on your comforter? Because it's filled with something and it's all sewn up. And so the tag has to represent accurately what it's filled with. It's all new material, whether it's recycled material, whether it's, you know, synthetic, whether it's natural. So that's it. So Bob says, my girlfriend removes the tags from her under trousers. I wonder why. (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine why. Yeah. Bob is Team Randall, by the way. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan of the tagless under, you know, Shirts, tag or taggers t-shirts in general. I don't like that tag rubbing on my, you know, dress shirts. The the tags will be sewn on the ends. There's no mm-hmm. flapping part. You know that's fine if there's a tag and it's there's no free ends to it. It's sewn on there. But the typical where it's just sewn into the seam and it's oh, those things. We got to figure out why irritating. you're it's tall, Wanda's, dark, and handsome. Wanda says, yes, then it is usually develops the hole, and then the filling comes out. And, of course, Gino, he said that he's never thought about this question. Well, that's why you have me to, to bring stuff like this up, you know. Cause, and Liz, womanly Liz, said they crinkle up and make noise. Exactly. That is one of the things that irritates me the most about these little tags on stuff they do. They make noise or they scratch you on your face and all that. I just think That's that the... we should just like cut them off. Yeah. If cut it, them it... off. Tear them. Okay, what did cut I it. Tear the tag. Yeah. Well, who was it said about a hole develops? It is, you know, depending how, you know, what the tag is made of and, you know, how it's sewn in there. I just tear them off. I haven't had any problems with them opening up. But I guess there is that danger of tearing the seam, compromising the seam, because they're usually <laughs> sewn into the seam. I suppose it would be, and I've been to people's houses and stuff where they cut them off. You could tell, you know, they took scissors and just cut them close to the seam. And I guess for the... They're the, probably liberals. I don't know, but for the safety the of... rules. And... Well, you know, well, preserving the seam, if you didn't want to run the risk of, you know, well, of tearing course. the thread, then, then cut it. But I've never had a problem with just giving it a firm well why don't lengthwise rip why don't pillow manufacturers just take the outside of the pillow and print print it it on there just like some new shirts you know they got the printed label on i mean why not do it that way then you wouldn't even have to have a tag so just permanently print it on the fabric yeah because you cover it up with a pillowcase anyway true just saying yeah Melanie says, are hotels required to leave the tags on the pillows? I don't know. You work in a hotel. Find out. Find out. Bring us back. Be our I, I, I would but, think not. They've, they've yeah. purchased the pillow. 
The tags have never bothered Melanie. I sleep with eight pillows. Took me 68 years to figure it out, says Bob, who's team Randall. By the way, Mm. Bob, just so you know, me and Bareface generally agree on pretty much everything. (laughs) Now. (laughs) Just so you know. Now, when I was a child. Which was a long time ago. Long time ago. I mean, like. Decades ago. Like. Like. Early single digits child. Um. Because I had such bad allergies, it was important that everything I had was synthetic, filled with synthetic. So I had a foam pillow, and most of the world was still using down pillows. Hmm. And poor little me couldn't have stuffed animals because back in those days, those days they were stuffed with natural materials like down and stuff like that. Now you have so, me. So I had, um, yeah. so I had a. Um, <laughs> He's like, yeah, whatever. So <laughs> I have you, whatever. Well, I mean, I have you, but, but but when I was two and three, I didn't have you. You have a little, don't, is it, do you have a little hippo? That little stuffed animal hippo? Is that what that is? Or is it the, no, no. an elephant? Is it the elephant? I had, I had an elephant. It was a foam. It was just made of foam. Um, Childhood wound stories. Not a up wound. Next. <laughs> It wasn't a stuffed animal at all. It was a foam animal because <laughs> it was synthetic and I wouldn't. Well, for, hope, fortunately, I was not allergic to, you know, the, the foam. But it's it was, amazing it was the, you're here. Well, yeah. If you if you look at my early <laughs> God knew I needed history you. And, and just allergies to everything organic. <laughs> I mean, I think if they thought of the plastic bubble in those days you're like boy and you would have been in it i would have been in it but i don't think i don't think that was on anyone's radar at that time bob said uh um what would he say randall suffered dot 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 well (laughs) no randall suffered until dot 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 stacy there you go then you really suffered (laughs) get out Marianne said, I can't get my scissors fast enough to cut it away. (laughs) With you, girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Okay. So, yeah, so that just came to mind. That's another important reason to list the the contents. Well, it made me think the hotel. It's like, okay, well, the Melanie raises a good question. The hotel is the consumer. They bought it, so they know what it is. But if you were there staying in the hotel, you may have allergies to duck feathers, you know, to down. Or you may be allergic to certain synthetics, you know, um, whatever the one tag brought up, the uh, PLA polylactide fiber, maybe you're allergic to that. So it may be important in a hotel where other people, other than you, you know, where lots of people are going to use that pillow, that the, the contents of the, of the pillow be known. Yeah, Melanie. So said, I think I think hotels should leave them on. So when the next guest comes, they look. Oh, yeah. I, I can't have. I Mel- can't use Melanie said the tags have the name of the hotel, so I think they want them on hashtag marketing. Okay, yeah. That. In the in the event that you decide you want to steal something from a hotel, believe it or not, people do that. I, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> I paid you X dollars a night for this room. I'm entitled to this towel and this pillow and yeah, this. Yeah, I am. Uh, I... Bob said the romantic tension right now is very apparent. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that was a good, fun icebreaker question. And it really is interesting because very few people bring up stuff like this because 
what would be the point except we all endure it silently you know <laughs> it's like it's a secret decision do i do it will anybody know will anybody look if I... <laughs> yeah let's you know i was just i'm not we still gotta get these stories yeah i know but real we don't quick. want anybody to leave we we want to talk about these people yeah okay but real quick okay brings up uh, i don't know if you can see it i don't have the pointer turned on, but under the Neither registry number PA two four two seven 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 and and we could talk about the PAY Pennsylvania and things are there's always registered in Pennsylvania, even like whoops. Um foodstuffs <laughs> are cleared with Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture. But anyway. Certification is made by the manufacturer that the materials in this article are described in accordance with the law. So that's that's the whole point of the tag. People have it's certified too much time that the materials hand. in this article are described in accordance with the law. We're not hashtag tear the anybody. tag. Let's tear the tags, people. <laughs> I'm gonna get a hat. This is tear the tag on it with a tag. All right, let's talk about Mike and and Karen Pence, the Pence, the vice president. And the second lady of the of America, have you guys seen the news going around about these guys? Okay, you look. want to start with uh, Lady Gaga? Or? Yes, okay. I was going to do that one first because then it ties into the one about Karen because it's kind of about the same thing in a right. kind of a way. So late, Lady Gaga, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I don't remember her actual name. It's in it's in the article. Mm. Um, this article is over on ChristianNews.net. It says, "I am a Christian." Gaga claims calls Gaga. Pence worst Christian example as wife works at school prohibiting homosexuality. <sighs> so after using profanity to speak about the president, the secular <laughs> pop star known as Lady Gaga called Vice President Mike Pence, quote, the worst representation of what it means to be a Christian, unquote, during a concert on Saturday. Gaga, whose real name is Stefani Germana, German, Germanata, Germ, Germanata, yeah, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> told those in attendance that she is a quote Christian woman unquote, and that it's quote wrong unquote for Pence's wife to work for a school that prohibits homosexuality. If the expletive president of the United States could please put our government back, Germanata said to i'm just gonna say lady gaga lady gaga said to those attending her quote enigma unquote show at park theater in las vegas aptly titled <laughs> there are people who live paycheck to paycheck and need their money she continued on to the vice president to mike pence who thinks that it's acceptable that his wife works at a school that bans lgbtq you're wrong lady gaga continued you're the worst representation of what it means to be a christian and then she said I am a Christian woman, and what I do know about Christianity is that we bear no prejudice and everybody is welcome, she said. So you can take all that disgrace, Mr. Pence, and look yourself in the mirror and you'll find it right there. Lady Gaga was referring to a recent announcement from Karen Pence that she was returning to teaching and has taken a job at Emmanuel Christian School in Virginia run by Emmanuel Bible Church. The employment application for the school reportedly asks those who wish to serve as staff to agree to uphold Christian lifestyle standards following a personal life of moral purity. 
moral misconduct, which violates the bona fide occupational qualifications for employees, includes, but is not limited to, such behaviors as the following. Heterosexual activity outside of marriage, example, premarital sex, cohabitation, extramarital sex, homosexual or lesbian sexual activity, polygamy, transgender identity, any other violation of the unique roles of male and female sexual harassment, use or viewing of pornographic material or websites, and sexual abuse or improprieties toward minors as defined by scriptural and federal and state law. Unquote. It also reads, according to NBC News, I understand that, understand that the term marriage has only one meaning, the uniting of one man and one woman. A parental agreement on the school website asks, also asks applicants to acknowledge that the school partnership is designed for parents who are born again, Bible-believing Christians, and that Emmanuel Christian School's aim is to partner with families to encourage students to be imitators of Christ. Parents are advised that it is the school's discretion to deny an application should the household be counter to or in opposition to the biblical lifestyle the school teaches. Examples of unacceptable conduct include engaging in or promoting sexual immorality, rebellion against authority, divisiveness, or homosexual and bisexuality. I acknowledge the importance of a family culture based on biblical principles and embrace biblical family values such as a healthy marriage between one man and one woman, the agreement also reads. My role as spiritual mentor to my children will be taken seriously. As previously reported, Lady Gaga, whose music videos are often performed in little clothing and sexually suggestive, sings about homosexuality in her song, Born This Way, claiming a different lover is not a sin, believe capital H-I-M, no matter gay, straight, or bi, lesbian, transgendered life, I'm on the right track, baby, I was born to survive, I'm beautiful in my way, because God makes no mistakes. However... The scriptures outline that all are born with the atomic, did I say that right? Atomic. Whatever. Nature, sin nature, and are by nature the children of wrath, according to Ephesians 2.3, having various inherent inclinations that are contrary to the law of God and being utterly incapable of changing themselves. It is why Jesus outlined in John 3, 5-7, that men must be regenerated by the second birth, or they cannot see the kingdom of heaven. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus says unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto you, you must be born again. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11 reads, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, or thieves, nor covetousness, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But you are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. 
2 Corinthians 5.17 also declares, Therefore, if anyone, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So, I bring this up because many decades ago, like 50 at least, when I was just a kid, or not even born, I guess 50 years, I was, I'm over 50 now, so like 50 years ago, a Christian school could have done whatever the heck they wanted to without anybody caring, actually, let alone the second lady of the United States of America who gets a job, a side job, you might add. You know, she is the second lady of the United States of America. She could be First doing... lady. She's the second lady. Oh. She's the vice president's wife. Yeah, I guess so. So, but but the thing You're is, right. she's like the second right. powerful woman in the country, right? And yet here she is being attacked <laughs> for being moral by Lady Gaga, who represents nothing moral. Bareface. Oh, look at that. You're starting to get lighter. Yeah, I'm feeling better now. Uh, not so depressed. No. Um, I guess yeah, it's just this camera adjusting to the light. Um, yeah, I think it, it's duplicity entirety. You know, if if it was a public school, she'd be screaming about separation of church and state. If there was anything <laughs> hinting of Christianity in the public school, it'd be separation of church and state. Get that church stuff. But now this is a church school, and the church school has to toe the state line. You know, right. the, the the secular... The irony of it all. You know, frith line. You know, like the Freedom From Religion Foundation. You know, that we can't have any... We can't have biblical teaching in this Christian school. So, you know, it's basically biblical teaching is not allowed anywhere. Is um, Anyway, I... <laughs> Melanie said the dark cloud is lifting. Yeah. Referring to you. Right. There he is. Oh, <laughs> oh he's coming. He's coming. He's appearing before us, even as we speak. But the magic when, of it all. When these, you know, in this article, the the schools, whatever, agreement, policies are, are quoted. Um. Germanata, you know, she's saying that, um, you know, as a, Christians don't exclude anyone. And there is no exclusion of persons, as I read in, in this, um, in, in these policies. Uh, it's talking about, it's talking about moral misconduct. It's not... It's not it's not prohibitive or ex exclusive of any kind of person. It excludes certain types of behavior. behavior. Right. It doesn't say these people aren't welcome and that and if you're born here or of this color or you know whatever. There's none of that in in this policy. You're in denial. It's <laughs> that's. I mean, just saying. You are such. You're. Yeah, you are. You're in big time denial, mister. Uh -oh. Yeah, because it clearly states that everybody hates gay people and... And wants them dead and <laughs> commit suicide. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, mean... I, I can read between the lines. They're, they're advocating... 
that are advocating if you don't kill yourself we will yeah that's that's well and that's actually true you guys and i'm not trying to be light or anything Mm. but the truth is that i am lighter than bareface it's pretty clear from the screen but the truth is the homosexual lesbian run counseling conference i went to the, the 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 lady putting it on actually specifically said that there's only two types of children a gay child or a dead child that was the only option a parent gets so you know just saying all right so look over let's look over now to this other article because it says luke says some things different this is over on outline.com which is a magazine i guess from the wa from the wall street journal it's titled the shaming of karen pence Will no one speak up for Karen Pence other than her husband? I will! I'll speak up for her! Uh, In scarcely a week, the vice president's wife has become a public face of hate. CNN's John King suggested that what Mrs. Pence has done is so grievous, maybe taxpayers shouldn't fund her Secret Service security protection. The American Civil Liberties Union says she's she's sending a terrible message to students. Well, okay... Well, and then it says here, I got to scroll down here. The Guardian sees in Mrs. Pence a reminder of, quote, the vice president's dangerous bigotry, unquote. During a Saturday night performance in Las Vegas, Lady Gaga told her fans that what Mrs. Pence has done confirms she and her husband are the worst representation of what it means to be Christian. A former Washington Post editor and senior writer for Politico tweets, how can this happen in America? So what is this terrible thing Mrs. Pence has done? She plans to teach art part-time at Emanuel Christian School in Northern Virginia. This is a small private K-8 academy where Mrs. Pence has taught before. It adheres to a biblically rooted view of human sexuality. Thanks to the crack reporters at the Washington Post, what this means is no mystery. The Post reports the following provision in the school's employment contract. Quote, I understand that the term marriage has only one meaning, the uniting of one man and one woman in a single exclusive covenant union as delineated in scripture, unquote. Hmm. Though presented as dangerous stuff, we've heard this before. For example, this is how Senate candidate Barack Obama put it in a 2004 radio interview. I'm a Christian, and so although I try not to have my religious beliefs dominate or determine my political views on this issue, I do believe that tradition and my religious beliefs say that marriage is something sanctified between a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's right. So why are so many eager to cast the first stone against Mrs. Pence and not Mr. Obama? Because everyone knew when Mr. Obama spoke, he didn't really mean it. His position was taken out of political calculation. Mrs. Pence's sin is that she really believes what she says. In the narrow sense, the vilification of Mrs. Pence makes a prophetic Justice Samuel Alito's prediction in his dissent in Obergefell v. Hodges, the Supreme Court decision throwing out all state laws against same-sex marriage and overruling the will of the people in over 30 states, just so you know. Uh, Justice Alito saw a perilous future for those who still embraced the view Mr. Obama once claimed to hold. I assume that those who cling to old beliefs will be able to whisper their thoughts in the recesses of their homes, he wrote. But if they repeat those views in public, they will risk being labeled as bigots and treated by such, treated as such by governments, employers, and schools. 
In the larger sense, the faith shaming of Mrs. Pence exposes an inversion of tropes. In history and literature, typically has been the religious side that can't tolerate the slightest disagreement from its dogma and behaves like outraged 17th century Salamites. Salamites. When, Salamites. When they think they have uncovered a witch. Just so you know, I was using an accent there. Okay. <laughs> now look at the Emmanuel Christian School. Those who run it know, know they and those who think like them are the big losers in America's culture war. All they ask is to be allowed within the confines of their community to uphold 2,000 years of Christian teaching on marriage, sexuality, and the human person. When Obergefell was decided, it was sold as live and let live. But as Justice Alito foresaw today, some sweet mysteries of the universe are more equal than others. In other words, it isn't enough for the victors to win. The new sense of justice requires that those who still don't agree must be compelled to violate their deepest beliefs, whether this means forcing the little sisters of the poor to provide contraception or dragging a baker in Colorado through the courts until he agrees to make a cake celebrating gender transition. Today's militant secularists, ironically, resemble the worst caricatures of religious intolerance of early America, where the Puritans humiliated uh, sinners with the stocks the modern intolerant have Twitter. Because you're no one if you're not on Twitter. <laughs> you're not there already, then you've missed it. <laughs> where the Amish shun those who live contrary to their beliefs, today's violators find themselves driven off the public square. And whereas in Hawthorne's novel, Hester Prynne was forced to wear a scarlet letter A for adulterer, today we have folks such as Jimmy Kimmel using their popular platforms to paint the scarlet H for hater on people such as Mrs. Pence. Vice President Mike Pence defended both his wife and Christian education during an appearance last Thursday on EWTN, a Catholic television network, but it says something that so few on the commanding heights of our culture have been willing to join him there. I would be, it would be a shame if Mrs. Pence were to allow the mob to keep her from teaching art to those children at Emmanuel Christian School, but However it turns out, her experience surely tells us which orthodoxies today are truly sacred and beyond question. So, <clears throat> I think that was a great article, actually. I do. And, again, I mean, I say this all the time. This is no shock to God, number one. And secondly, it's, it's really kind of like soft, I don't know, persecution in a sense. Because she's being bullied by... A celebrity. I mean, seriously. And who gives a crap what most celebrities have to say? You know, most of them are un God. They're not. They don't fear God. They don't keep His commandments. They don't even know what God's word says. I bet you, if we if we quiz Lady Gaga, she wouldn't even know the Bible. I mean, she wouldn't even know like books of the Bible. Probably she wouldn't know that. She. I mean, because she clearly doesn't read the Bible. Because if she actually read it and actually understood it, she wouldn't be adhering to the unbiblical. Um, embracing of homosexuality as something that is normal and natural, you know. So there you have it. And I just find it funny. I don't know. I'm a marriage counselor by training, and I've said this, I countless times. You know, hey, it's kind of like in my training as a therapist. I never learned couples counseling for homosexuals. You know, men and women are different. This is what I learned. <laughs> men, 
are from Venus. Women are from Mars. <laughs> you know, are they? No. Are we from Mars, really? It was the other we, way around. But... Men, men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Yeah. yeah I just got mixed up cause because I'm old. Because of the, yeah. I'm old. Me and Jennifer have this you know, joke where, you know, that I am younger than her, but we're both old. Oh, yeah. And speaking of my friend Jennifer, hey. I got to tell my, I got to brag on one of my best friends, okay? Dr. Jennifer Fee, way back in October, did a TED, a TED talk. TEDx. And a TEDx talk. Yeah, she did. And I know all the behind-the-scenes stuff that she went through. I'll tell you what, it's not easy to get to do a TED talk, in case you didn't know that, or a TEDx talk. And anyway, here's the thing. She has now posted it on the internet. And I'm going to tell you what the name of it is. You can go look it up. I might, I think I already tweeted it out, but it's, it's titled anxiety is the messenger. Don't shoot it by Dr. Jennifer L. Fee. And, um, you guys, if you get an opportunity to watch it, Jennifer is a expert on the topic of anxiety. She teaches it. She's taught on this topic for over 20 years. Easy. She's practiced as a therapist over almost close to 30 years She's brilliant, and she's also one of the most humble people that I know. I mean, she's funny as heck, too. If you, The more you get to know Jennifer, right, Randall? Isn't she funny? She's hilarious. Yes, yeah, she is. When I, no, when she I, was featured on Periscope a few days ago. Was so, she? Yeah. Good. Well, right now she has 419 views on this talk, and here's the thing. In order to get this placed on the actual TED page, it has to have lots of views. So if you get an opportunity... Uh, to go and click it and hit play and just watch it. It's only 16 minutes, almost 17 minutes. And it's awesome. Anxiety is the messenger. Don't shoot it. Jo Jennifer L. Fee. Um, so Dr. Jennifer Fee, F-E-E, -E, you know, like she pays money. Yeah. So she's, she's brilliant. She's actually, she was one of my professors actually. And then we became good friends. So um, but I'm really proud. It took forever, though, for TEDx to get it to her. I mean, it took three months. Crazy, because she did this way back in October. But um, she prepped for it. She tells a great story in it about meeting her dad uh, at the end of it. It's really funny. And if you have 16 minutes and 47 seconds, I encourage you to go check it out. All right. Okay, we'll do that next. Okay. <laughs> I was going to do the other thing but I'll the do other that. thing yeah well the stop lying to yourself uh okay whatever either one okay um, so to yeah let me change this out uh, to something else oh no no you can keep it up there yeah that's fine okay yeah, yeah okay so this morning if you guys listen to my get slug devotion i talked about nathan and uh david and how nathan you know in leadership you know, confronted David, who was in his inner circle. And um, I uh, I shared with people, and I realized there's some new people that tune into us that may not know about this. I actually created this course uh, a while ago, and it's called Stop Lying to Yourself. Your secrets are not a secret. What you're missing because of your secrets. And uh, anyway, it's available for, um, I, I think it's available for $35. I think that's the, the new the new cost of it. But you can actually go to bit.ly forward slash BNR Classroom. There's two things on there. There's the, the Unstuck Club, which is access free. But this course here, Stop Lying to Yourself, whatever the cost is, it's very affordable. I spent well over 20 hours putting this together. 
and it's about two hours there's like handouts for every lesson it's all video it's really really good i've gotten a lot of great feedback on it and so if you just want something to you know to get into it's basically a bible study on this so you can check it out i think that's the that's the wrong page actually i think it's 35 yes yeah i just it's 35 I had it at 125, and then I decided I was just gonna like, oh, forget it. I'm not gonna sell it for that much. It's worth that much, easy. But yeah, it's 35, so you can pay with it. You, you can pay PayPal, but it's all video. It's all me teaching it. There's handouts for every lesson. Um, I think there's even a bonus. Um, <clears throat> bonus phone wallpaper. Bonus, yeah, yeah. There it is, right there. So you can actually see all that stuff right there, and then you can actually go ahead and you can watch the promo as well on there and that's all free so it's all video but you gotta pay for this one all right so that's just that's just you know in case you're new and you didn't see that um and then of course ariel we're coming up to the end of the month and we have a coupon code still bible news go to ariel.org you can save 20 percent when you use that coupon coupon code bible news on anything in the store and we have some suggestions over on our website when you go to the resources page, there it is. Check that resource page out. You can go over there. You can also join my email list and just go go through there. Uh, check it out. Go to my email list as well. Sign that up. I think there's also a Bible study that's still available up there. Yes. As well. Fall of man. And every day almost, with the exception of Thursday and Sunday, I play pickleball. In fact, I played pickleball today for a long time. Actually, I have 9,393 steps currently because I played pickleball this morning. Actually, went out to lunch with my buddies. I told I told them all. I, I went out to lunch with David and JR and Chuck. It's just me and those three guys. <laughs> it was interesting. <laughs> Tonight, I'm going out to dinner with all women. So it's kind of funny. I told them, I said, well, I had lunch with all you guys. I'm going to have like you know, um, dinner with some women, but anyway, uh, I'm not going to get much of a new do, Bob, just so you know, I don't color my hair. I think you asked earlier if I did that. I don't, this is my natural color. It's staying that way. It will be a little bit shorter though. Um, but anyway, um, pickleball, goldenpickleball.com. In the event that you would like to take up the sport and you need a new paddle, go to goldenpickleball.com and then you can actually Use it to hit a ball just like this, because this mm. is a pickleball, people. Yeah, it is. I have it right here on my desk to always remind me of everything in life about pickleball. And speaking of pickleball, hopefully within a couple of weeks, we will have uh, working on my brand new book. Oh, by the way, Golden Pickleball, you got to use the coupon code PICKLEBALLFAITH, which is really kind of hard to see in that graphic. See? Right there, coupon pickleball faith. You'll save ten percent if you get that. Okay, so it says here uh, from a little excerpt from my book, Pickleball Faith. I actually posted it on my thingy last night. I'll read it to you if I can get to it in just a second. Here it says, "Ah, this book is about how God has taught me things, how to grow in patience." and understanding how to trust people again, how to work together towards a common goal, 
how to work as a team, how to pick myself up after falling, both literally and figuratively, and most important, how to stay and belong when it can be tough. That's what Pickleball Faith is all about. So I will be taking pre-orders eventually, but I am expecting this book to be out hopefully by April. We're working on the cover still. So when I get the cover done, then I'll be able to push that out. You guys can see it and stuff. So Pickleball Faith, people. It's not really about pickleball. It's about relationships and how the relationship is the cure. Just so you know. All right. Randall Pandlebear, you have anything? After all, well, it is Friday. Well, you know, going back to the uh, demonization of, of okay. Karen Pence. Uh, I was watching earlier today a one of the many uh, video recordings of a Q&A session with uh, Robbie Zacharias. Oh, and cool. he... He talked about um, um, female journalists and for one of the universities he was at, I remember, um, that anyway, she was talking beforehand, said, you know, we want to get a few shots for the school, media, whatever. Uh, we'll be only here about five minutes and then, you know, go. And he says, that's fine as long as you go quietly you know if you can pack up and go because i'm easily distracted and once i'm and said no problem you know we can be quiet but they ended up staying for the whole thing and in the q a time and she even walked back with him to uh the place that he was staying on campus and she asked him well uh, you know something i'll get you know i want to ask you if you can you know, Christians, you know, they will denounce racism, you know, these days and but, you know, they'll they'll denounce well well they'll denounce racism but they embrace uh um you know, prejudice of homosexuals or I forget the exact terminology he used. And his answer was, well, race you know we look at is sacred you know that's something you're born with and someone's identity whatever right that's something sacred not yes with and he said human sexuality is namely the marriage relationship is something that's also sacred um he says you know in english we only have one word for love it's love and but uh in the greek and um you know especially in the New Testament, there is there is uh, agape, which is God's love. There is uh, phile, which is um, brotherly or friendship love. There's storge, which is a parental love. And then there's eros, which is a romantic love. And he said marriage is the only relationship uh, you know, between a man and woman that man and woman that involves all four. Um, good point yeah you know and that's a great point yeah and he said so it's, it's not about against homosexuality it's it's treating the marriage relationship in human sexuality as sacred and he says, well you know i have a question for you he says why would you make one sacred race and desacredize the other human sexuality you know why do you not you know where anything goes um you know and she said i never thought of that way and in the in the secular you know 
well, I wouldn't say secular, to the modern world, because the secular world mm-hmm. always had, you know, historically had an issue with anything goes, you know, uh, sexual anarchy. But the current sexual anarchy movement certainly doesn't treat human sexuality as sacred. It's whatever you want to do. You know, if it feels good, do it, anything. So, you know, to look at something, you know, like race and, oh, that's sacred, but human sexuality, it's, you know, kill your kill your offspring up to, you know, right before birth, whatever. It's, you know, that's, I think that's the real problem is is just, you know, have, treat something as, as sacred. And, uh, but then... But that was in the larger context of he's such a thorough thinking, well-read man. Crazy, Uh, you know, talking about because he was answering someone else's question in that for that, and he he said, "Let me answer this in in three panels." And he talked about the sociological, the theological, and then the yeah. uh, Jr. actually brought him up today at lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the whole abortion thing, that whole abortion story, that was actually brought up at, l- at lunch as well. Is this, I'm I still can't wrap my head around it. I mean, it's it's I mean, partial birth abortion is is horrific. I mean, that's just I mean that's been legal in many places for a long time, but to say up to basically nine months of gestation, as long as there isn't a delivery that human life is expendable that's talk about pandora's box that yeah. I, I mean if if a preborn baby full term preborn baby that life is not sacred then what life is I know. I mean, this is a completely innocent person. Yeah. I, completely. I mean, just completely. It's just, it's, it's completely, it shows you the callousness and the hardness of man's heart. I mean, it really does. Like and I say, it and talks I, about the whole sin nature of man. I mean, like I say, if, if I had a blog, I'd blog somewhere about it. But I gotta get a business blog. But anyway, um, you know, back in the 30s, again, a foreign airship uh, from Nazi Germany, you know, comes and, and blows up on U.S. soil, and it's a it's a human tragedy. I mean, the papers were filled with the Hindenburg, you know, disaster, and there's you know the newscaster that you can. The radio newscaster that's still famous. Oh, the humanity and the guy is just breaking down because it's it was a horrible accident. And but the the soul of our nation to where, you know, a Nazi airship granted before the U.S. entered the world entered World War Two, you know, a Nazi airship full of foreign citizens, you know, foreign airship has an accident on U.S. soil and, and it fills the papers for weeks and months and it's like the, the tragedy of, of our decade. And now we're, we can kill preborn babies in the womb up to nine months. No words. No words. And that's not a, that's not a human 
that's not the human tragedy of our decade? Oh, it's the it's the human tragedy of our lifetime. I yeah. think. <clears throat> I mean, I I totally think that Bob has a good question you can answer here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he says first he says when does life become non sacred? What about the killings that happen during wars? Is that non sacred? Oh, definitely. That's 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 also a tragedy. Wars are a tragedy. And wars uh, are the result of sin uh, yeah always i mean because 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 there are no peaceful wars i mean exactly <laughs> it's like it's always somebody that wants something and they they ask and they don't have and they or they don't ask they receive not they have not because they ask not or they do ask they ask amiss that they might spend it on their own lusts as james tells that's where wars come from are you done? The, come on, wars come from discontentment and, and well, lust. Ultimately, lust. You know, somebody wants something, yeah. and they're gonna whatever they have to do to get it. Yeah, that's that's an age. And then, then someone has to often, you know, rise up to stop them. And war is a mixed bag. Um, I mean, there's you know, there's there's a place for national defense any nation because of that because there are other sinful people in the world that would come and take something from them um it'd be nice if we all could get along but that day is coming and and the the idea in scripture you know the whole god's point is there there will be there will be the righteous judge and ruler the kingdom established on earth that we pray for, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in which will end all wars. You know, you could read about the Messianic King Isaiah about that was posted out and posted out in front of the uh, UN building about uh, you know um, I can't get it verbatim, but but beating spears into shears and yeah and stuff like that that. Yeah, that's the ultimate outcome. That's God's design. But as long as there are unregenerate people and the prince of the power of the air and, and uh, you know, unrepentant people, there are going to be, there are going to be wars and there, there's stuff we just have to grapple with and deal with. I mean, military is necessary as long as there are those lustful people that start a war um and, well, this is a whole topic for another show because yeah. bob you know he wants you to read the sixth commandment right yeah thou shalt right. not murder right yeah. and and then ask, he asks the questions when is it okay to kill somebody hmm. and well, there, there's a very distinct definition in but, that in well that yeah word. yeah it's definitely there's definitely difference between killing right. and murdering right yeah so maybe we can make that a topic for next week that'd be that might be so, good so, uh, Marty says there's a difference between kill as in war and murder as in taking it as yeah, in life. Definitely. That's right. Well, it is, it is very distinct. And actually, we see in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, one of the, the things it does say is there's a time to kill, a time for war, a time for peace. So, it's never to be celebrated. Nope. But there is a necessary, there is a time to kill. And I would hope, honestly, if somebody was kind of trying to attack me and kill me, if Randall was. If I here, had to kill them i would for just to disable them and prevent them but 
if the if the only way I could do that was to kill them, I would reluctantly do that. I mean, I don't want to take anybody's life, but if I have to, but if they were, if it's required, if they were trying to kill me, then I would. Yes, you would. <laughs> I would. I would. Yeah, I wouldn't. Would. I wouldn't take pride in it or right. revel in it, but it'd be really, it'd really be a, you know, right. to take the life of another human being would be, no matter how wicked, is is shouldn't set well with anybody. That's right. Even when it's necessary. That's true. All right, people. Tear the tag. And I hope you have a good weekend. <laughs> Be rebellious. Go play pickleball tomorrow if you can. Because pickleball rocks. Yeah, it does. And it's fun. And Bareface plays. Yeah, I, I do. He's, he's gotten a lot better. Yeah. He can get it by me now. My knees have gotten a lot worse, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. You know, I've... I've I was going to say I ran every day for like 30 some years and eventually my knees paid for it. But but then, you know, I've laid off for a while, stopped the running, took the bike riding, stuff like that. Anyway, and and, but then I've taken up running since and or I had taken up running since and I was doing fine. But then I started playing pickleball. I can, you know. Like Saturdays and Tuesdays are like two hours, three hours in a row, you know. Like, and yeah, I'm the shorter, rounder, more voluptuous, fatty person. And I don't, I don't know and what. I have zero problems playing five days a week with my knees. I have yeah, none. yeah, I don't know. That's why. That's why Go I'm figure. asking. It's it's a mystery to me why that sport in particular. You know, it's somebody, one of my friends. I'll tell you who it was later. But one of my friends actually encouraged me to to do a half marathon this year, and I'm like, in my spare time. <laughs> But he gave me some encouragement. He's like, I want you to go run a half marathon. How many of you would like to see me run a half marathon? I'd um, like to see me run a <laughs> that's thir- like 13, 13 miles. miles. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, 13 miles? I practically 13. died point. doing the 20,000 steps in one day playing pickleball tournament. I thought mm-hmm. I was going to die. But I don't know. He said, you never know. You might just start with a half marathon, not a full one. How about a 5K or something like that and then work your way <laughs> work up? Work your to... way up to a half marathon and then and all that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. My life is so slow because, you know, of that. Yeah. Can you walk? Yeah. You can do it. Yeah. I believe I can do it. I don't. Marathons are all up here. They're not. Mm. It's not really your body. That's why in the get slugged part of our morning devotion, I'm talking a lot to you about discipline and um, and stuff like that. So it's that's not a big deal, right? It's up here. Everything you do is up here. That's why I tell you guys, especially if you're my downline, pick up the phone, call somebody, tell them about your thing. In fact, I'm going to a league, I'm going to a women's night out in business where I'm going to be presenting ladies of justice. So, you know, you guys step out be brave (laughs) you can do it if i can do it trust me you can do it i'm not a superhero but i i what makes people like me different is i don't quit i don't give up took me 13 years to get through college okay that's a long time just so you know you know i i don't quit i'm just not a quitter i don't quit anything Except Diet Coke. I did quit that. And peanut M&M's. I did quit those too. 
anyway. All right. Tomorrow weekend's in the word with Bareface. He'll be he'll be here, Lord willing. And then uh, we'll be back on Sunday for more weekends in the word with Bareface. And until then, be bold, people. Stand up and go with God. Because you know what? He loves you. Yeah, he does. I missed the camera. I was oh. trying to do an X like that. <laughs>